Anyway, Anthony Albanese's called through. Albo, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. All right. Where are you? Are you in uh, Sydney? Uh, are just, you... The phone's just playing up at the moment, uh, Marcus. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Hang on one sec. All right. I'm getting background noise. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, is that a little better now? Yeah, no, it's all good. Okay. As long as it's okay with you. No, it sounds good. Uh, the question, where are you? Because apparently uh, you've locked yourself out of your hometown and you're, you're not supporting your, your fellow, uh, you know, um, Marrickville residents by being locked down. It's a ridiculous criticism. Well, I'm, I'm, run, I'm driving between uh, Launceston yep. and, uh, and Hobart. I'm in a small town. Uh, on the the Midland Highway at the moment, and uh, I'm, I'm about to fly back directly to Canberra. Yep. And uh, so that I don't enter uh, enter Victoria. Of course, uh, the option I had, of course, is to be uh, locked down in Sydney. But I would have to have, if I'd done that, I would be locked down in my uh, in my flat in Canberra for 14 days, uh, unable unable to leave. And uh, that, uh, I think, people would would question why that would uh, be, because uh, it obviously would stop me doing my job, which That's is right. to represent uh, people around the country, yep. uh, including into my electorate. I've done Zoom calls into my electorate. Yep. Uh, we advertised on, on Facebook so anyone could participate. And uh, I've been keeping in touch. My office, of course, is has closed physically in, in Marrickville to, to people coming, but uh, they're still providing services uh, to people uh, out of uh, out of that office and providing advice. Of course, people are really concerned with the mixed messages that have been coming through uh, from uh, the government, the changes in, in support. There were four different changes last week. Mm. So people have needed, uh, have needed that support. And me and my office are, are certainly doing that. We've also yep. uh, ringing everyone in the electorate aged uh, above a certain age, yep. uh, above 60, to ask, is there, is there any support? We're going through that, uh, myself and my team, mm. and uh, continuing to, to do our best. But it is uh, people are going through a really tough time. And the truth is that if this government had fixed the rollout of the vaccine, and put in place national quarantine facilities, we wouldn't have these lockdowns. Well, 13.5 million Australians could actually get on with their lives and perhaps go to work and earn an income. Uh, I spoke to the Labor leader in New South Wales this morning, Chris Minns. He's leading the charge. There's increased pressure now at a federal level to reintroduce JobKeeper, Anthony, uh, because we've got governments now right across the country not allowing people to go to work. $600 payments here from one state government uh, and federal assistance, while it's welcome, I'm being told that it's nowhere near scratching the surface. Anthony, uh, I mean, nearly 400-odd thousand construction workers in Sydney will not return to work at least until the 1st of August. There needs to be more help from a federal level, surely. Look, there does. This is a direct result of federal government failure on the vaccine and quarantine, and that's why the federal government has a responsibility here. It has a responsibility to provide more support than what we're seeing uh, at the moment. Uh, we had uh, Scott Morrison say when Parliament last sat 
that uh, that Gladys Berejiklian should be congratulated for for not doing any lockdowns, and we know that as as a consequence, uh, this uh, this virus uh, in Greater Sydney uh, has has really spread yep. uh, further than it, than it should have. Uh, well, we it's into have... regional New South Wales now, Anthony, and, and that's an issue. And there are grave concerns that some of our hospitals, as understaffed as they are in places like Leeton, Griffith, these smaller communities, uh, there are grave concerns by local MPs that they just don't have the staff to deal with an outbreak. We've already got one lockdown in the, the Central West, including uh, you know Orange, Blaney, Cabonshire councils. I mean, we can only hope and pray it doesn't spread even further into regional areas. Well, we ju- we just hope that that's the case, and we we ask uh, for everyone to follow follow the rules which have been put in place. They are to keep communities safe, and uh, for people when they do have the opportunity uh, to uh, to get vaccinated, that that's the key here. Of course, the issue has been supply, and I know that many people are so frustrated uh, that they they're still unable. To book an appointment to get a vaccine. I noticed in one of the papers uh, this morning over in uh, over in the West, yeah. uh, someone getting a Pfizer vaccine, a young person, is a page one story. Uh, it shouldn't be the case. Eighteen months into the pandemic, no, uh, it, it should be the uh, the case that it's just normal and it's uh, yeah. That's what we're seeing in the rest of the world. You know, we are last, Marcus, in the developed world for the rollout of this vaccine. Well, that's right. Only 11.3% of our population today is fully vaccinated. 17.4% have received only one dose. 10.3% have uh, of total doses delivered. There's a big rollout gap of some 4.9 million. And, of course, weekly new cases are on the rise due to the very dangerous Delta variant. That's right. And, uh, yeah, until we get uh, more of the population vaccinated, until we get national quarantine right, we'll continue to have these outbreaks and we'll continue to have uh, lockdowns. We've had 26 separate outbreaks from hotel quarantine. Yeah. And we still don't have a a hole being dug, uh, a brick being put on top of another brick to build Mm. purpose-built facilities. I'm not sure what it takes for the Morrison government to get the message. Um, I was, as, as part of uh, my visit to Queensland uh, two weeks ago, I went to Toowoomba uh, to the World Camp site. Yep. You have uh, the Wagners next to the airport there. The, the Wagner family have put in place a proposition supported by the Palaszczuk government that was put to the federal government last October. It could have been up and running right now all year it could have been operating with a thousand beds. Now think about that in terms of getting Australians home safely and not having the spread through ventilation systems that we've seen yeah. uh, through hotel quarantine. But the Prime Minister uh, just continues uh, to to go missing. At well, the where is he? Uh, it's been another 48 hours and nothing. No, no commentary well, since uh, no. the announcement of a, an extended lockdown in Victoria. Nothing from the Prime Minister. Yeah. It, will he speak today, do you think? Well, the Prime Minister, uh, like uh, other MPs, a number of our MPs are quarantining in Canberra uh, ahead of 
the, the parliament, but he is able, uh, unlike uh, members of my staff and other MPs who are, who are confined uh, to either their hotel or if they, they live at, at home, their residence, yeah. uh, he has been given approval to go uh, up to Parliament House. Uh, so there's nothing uh, to stop him uh, from uh, from doing that. Well, he should be there. He should be there every day, and uh, I wouldn't. I'd imagine that he'd be one of the most uh, protected people in the country when it comes to this virus. And he damn well should be there each and every day behind his desk. He should be uh, addressing the Australian people, reassuring the thirteen and a half million Australians currently in lockdown. Many of those wondering about how they're going to feed their kids or pay their bills over the next couple of weeks, particularly in Sydney. Uh, you know, and also in Victoria, in particular, two of the most expensive joints, you know, places in the joint to live. Where's the assurance? Where's the empathy? Where's the understanding from the leader of our country while, you know, a vast majority of, you, of his population are under lockdown, can't work? Yeah, in, indeed, Marcus. People are, are doing it tough, and and that's uh, here in northern Tasmania as well. It's not just the people in lockdown. Uh, people are impacted by this. So uh, the tourism sector and yes. people here in Tassie are having their economy, their jobs impacted. Uh, you can't lock down half the country without impacting the whole country. And uh, that's, what, that's what we're seeing uh, with, uh, with, with this outbreak, but which, remember, Marcus, came yeah. from uh, someone uh, transporting a foreign air crew to hotel quarantine without being vaccinated, without wearing a mask. A complete failure of policy, uh, which has led to uh, these uh, quite severe consequences with uh, more than half the population locked down and billions of dollars being lost to the economy. Yep. All right, one more thing before I let you go, Anthony, and I thank you for your time and for calling through. Um, Matt Canavan, Nationals MP, I don't know whether you'll be on your Christmas card list. For some reason, Matt has tried to leverage off uh, your increasing popularity uh, of late by having a good old crack at you on social media. Uh, He's talking about some sort of hidden video or or some... uh, Look, I know that when you go and visit places, you don't like to literally make a song and dance about it like others, but what's the story here? What's the issue with this so-called secretive, inverted commas, mine visit, Anthony? (laughs) It's uh, it's pretty funny, really. You know, I did two media alerts, one on the Sunday, one on the Monday. I did radio interviews. I did a press conference uh, in Murrumbah, and uh, nothing secret about it. Yep. A photo was in the Weekend Australian on uh, on, on Saturday that was provided uh, by my office uh, to the Weekend Australian. Um, nothing secret about it at all. Uh, and uh, what happened uh, was that uh, one of the uh, the numpties in the government uh, rang, uh, tried to say, "Oh well, he's been to Murrumbah, but he he hasn't been to a coal mine." And we were like, "Yeah, we have." Um, so nothing, nothing secret about it. Uh, if it's a secret, then uh, it's a pretty odd one. I'll talk to workers wherever they are. Absolutely. And yeah. I'll say this about Matt Canavan. He gets around, he smears coal on his face <laughs> uh, so that he pretends he's a worker with the rest of his, his gear all being clean. The bloke's an accountant. Uh, from um, you know, he's from the Gold Coast, uh, yeah, not yeah. from mining communities. He got this photo the other day 
with all these tools uh, behind him while he did a video. Yeah, and uh, the, uh, none of the tools had been touched. Uh, they were in pristine condition. Sparkling, uh, were they? It's, Sparkling. This is all, all about image. Of course uh, it is. From, uh, from, <laughs> from Mr. Canavan. And uh, I don't take him seriously. And he's, the only, he's the only miner on the Gold Coast. I know that. All right. But, uh, well, see, what you need to do in future, whenever you, you do visit a he mine. or the Productivity Commission. Yeah, I know. Uh, look, all you need to do, <laughs> get Twiggy Forrest aside you, uh, both throw on a, uh, a South Sydney jersey and just do a, a, a I don't know, a, a little dance or something, <laughs> a little jig, and then put it on Facebook and, you know, uh, that's the way to do it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, Marcus, yeah. good to be with you.